Lucky you. 36 you best holes in golf. Alternate Shots Podcast. Barney's Army. Where we talk about Sandy. golf. Poker. James Bond. Horse racing. Double. Classic movies. Zenyatta. We have no script. Down the stretch they come. We are glad you joined us. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Say, <laughs> hey, Billy. Billy, it's been uh, not even that long. We were just uh, talking to our friend Mike Durkin. Now across the hall, who are we talking to today? Jesus Lopez, the one and only Jesus Lopez, who probably knows more about every member in the locker room than uh, than all of us, and <laughs> will not say a word about any of them if we if we're smart. <clears throat> but Jesus takes care of everybody. He's a service guy, like many of the guys at Wingfoot. He's been there for decades and. You know, you never know what you do without him. So welcome aboard, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Reagan. Uh, I've been enjoying your podcast very much. Uh, very nice. Thank you for having me. So, Jesus, you've been at Wingfoot for how many years? Uh, this is uh, going to be my 35 years. So 35 years. So you 35. Stand, you know, we talked to Mike Dirk, and he goes back to, you know, uh, 30 Tom years or and uh, Johnny Busek and then Mike Gilmore. But in your way, you span going back to those really stiff leather foot joys with the spikes to the <laughs> sketchers, right? You've seen right. everything in between. Where did oh, you yes, start? Yes. What, what was your first job at Wingfoot? So when I came to Wingfoot, I, uh, I started working um, in the kitchen uh, as a porter. I don't know how they, they came up with this name, but I... I was actually, you know, like basically cleaning up after the chef and the cooks, you know, that made their their mess uh, during dinners. <laughs> yeah. And I would come to uh, to work like around four o'clock, and just stay there until like around three a.m. cleaning up the whole kitchen. That was yeah, my my first job there, and I started winning for nineteen eighty eight. Boy, did you have yes. friends here? Did you have friends here that? Uh, yeah, I had uh, my my brother uh, uh, was here already, and um, you know a lot of people that I that I knew from back home. So you know, it was uh, it was fun. Then I, I started working at Orienta Beach Club for a year, and then I went over to for like a month to um, Pelham Country Club, and yeah. from Pelham I went to uh, Winford. And actually, that that job at Winford was not for me. It was for another friend who you know. Somebody from Winfoot called call him, uh, and he says, no, nah, I don't want to go over, uh, you know. So I, I was like, you know what, I'll just go I'll over. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> how many different jobs have you had there? You've been in the kitchen, uh, hopefully got out of there quick. So I, I, was, uh, I was in the kitchen uh, as a porter, and then I, I, I also work as a pot washer. They had like three different positions there. It was the porter who cleaned the kitchen up, you know, uh, all night. And then, mm -hmm. uh, or uh, washing dishes or pots. And then from there, uh, Rita Leduc uh, wanted me to work as a busboy. And I was kind of like, you know, I kind of like didn't want to. But um, she's like, okay, come over. Don't, don't be afraid. You know, it's easy. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll teach. The only thing you need to know is how to make right toast. <laughs> you don't even need to know that anymore. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, I started, you know, little by little with her. She was very nice to me. And um, that's when I started there. Hey, Rita LaDuke, what a memory. She was a little woman, but big of stature, right? Oh, yeah, she was. Uh, she was. 
she was on top of like of, of everything. Like you would come over to uh, to Winfo to work, and she would kind of like check you out all over, and say to you, "Oh dear, um, your your belt doesn't match. Uh, you know, it has to be black, or you know, things like that. Your shoes aren't shine." I think she was trained in the British service. Yes. Union. She was she was a little British. Billy, yes. you can imagine it. She was smaller <laughs> than Terry. Yeah. She used, to muscle, she used to muscle those big tables around like they were, uh, you know, baseball cards. She just moved those things around. She threw her body at it. And even till she was well into her late ages at Wingfoot, she spent her career there, right? Yeah, yes. so we have Rita to thank for your expertise at um, shining shoes, right? Because you had True. to take care of your own in the first place. <laughs> True. She was very nice to me, but, you know, she was just on top of everybody. Like, she just wanted everybody to be neat, clean, uh, presentable, you know, for, for the service. And I, she was just on top of everybody. So so people don't misunderstand. Your your job in the locker room covers a whole lot more than taking care of people's shoes. And yes. I know there's all kinds of, you know care you have to take for the members or their guests and stuff like that you need to remember names you need to have a good memory you need to have the right temperament right it must be, it must be a kind of a juggling act at all times do you get a lot of enjoyment out of it yeah so you know the time just uh, passed by it's just a lot going on uh, besides you know what we do like you know cleaning uh, shoes and you know greeting members and uh you know like every day uh, then on top of that, I get to order uh, all the supplies for the locker room. You know, one of the things I note about the people that work at Wingfoot, especially you guys in the locker room, is you remember someone, even if you just met them once. So if I brought a guest up, a year later, I would bring them and you would remember my friend Bill Regan if he was my guest. How do you do that? I mean, how do you have that memory and capability? It's difficult. Sometimes, you know, I sometimes I, I do remember, sometimes I don't, but uh, it depends on how, you know, people are, if they come over and they kind of like, you know, establish a, uh, a conversation with you, you get to numb. And um, that's how, you know, you, uh, you kind of like, oh, they, they kind of like, you know, this is my name. And, and so you remember. And when they come back, you go like, oh, let's say, uh, Kevin, hey, Kevin, how was your day up there? And, and, you know, things like that. And they like it. Transition it's, it's from difficult. the from uh, Sal before you was that difficult originally? Forever. Oh, Sal was there for you know uh, many years. I think he was. Um, I think he came into the locker probably nineteen uh, eighty. I'm yeah. gonna say nineteen seventy something. And so he was the man. He was, uh, uh, I got along with him uh, really well. He was very funny all, all the time, kind of like teasing members and stuff. A lot of yeah, laughing. Yeah, I remember. Um, he, was, he was the best. Um, and so, I remember uh, one yeah. of the stories about Sal was when somebody was, somebody's wife was calling and Sal would say he's not here. And then the wife finally said, Sal, when are you going to stop? lying to me and sal said when are you going to stop asking me <laughs> <laughs> so it was really funny yeah he would uh you know you know mr shields yep so mr shields and mr harnett used to play like once or twice a week every week and they would come over to to the uh, to the locker and you know go into the shower you know together very slow and then at the end they would say to sal Okay, Sal, so, so I'll see you. I'll see you. And he kind of like didn't 
uh, uh, remember when he was going to come again. So Sal was like, all right, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trouble yourself. <laughs> but uh, he was uh, he was really nice to, you know, in, in some kind of a way to make people laugh and to make uh, people feel, you know, great in the locker room. And it was the best. Just so how, how do you gear up for the member member, for instance, when you know you're going to get three days of people coming in and out of there 24 seven? Oh, to, for the member, that's the busiest, uh, you know, uh, tournament uh, for us. Uh, you know, we put a lot of hours and um, and um, we have to uh, like make sure uh, everybody's, you know, like we have like. Uh, uh, supplies and we have uh, uh, plenty of staff for that tournament. It's just a lot of going on. So we kind of like, you know, in, especially in, if it rains. Exactly. <laughs> if it rains, it's just, uh, you know, extra work. So, but it's it's all good. It's just uh, a lot of fun. Those are just great tournaments. Now for the for the for the bigger tournaments like the U.S. Open, what's that like? Well, uh, in 2006, uh, I was in the uh, dining room. So that was uh, uh, that was a really, you know, kind of like crazy for us. Very busy. I mean, so many people came into into the um, to to the clubhouse towards the uh, terrace. Uh -huh. And at the end, the busiest day, I, I had a station, you know, a few tables on the terrace. And I was like really tired. So many people coming in, especially like four o'clock for cocktails. Um, and they would just keep coming. It was really busy. I mean, uh, you know, so many people uh, came to eat and drink and you would- Did you just meet any people. Uh, famous people, any of the golf pros? Did you meet Phil Mickelson? In, two, in, two, in, 2006, in 2006, I, um, I actually served uh, um, uh, Tiger Woods. You didn't, spill, you didn't spill anything on him. I <laughs> know that time I did. <laughs> <laughs> that time you didn't. <laughs> Just to clarify something, that story you told about Sal, uh -huh. and Mr. Shields, and Mr. Hartnett, you said they went into the shower together. I just yeah, want to was, clarify was, that. They, they didn't go at the same time. They went separate they, showers. They just went into the room together, right? Exactly. Yeah. The biggest tip I ever had? Yeah. From um, well, the Anyone. biggest tip is Mr. Mickelson. Oh, in 2020, 2020, he oh. never used the locker room. He um, he actually came uh, the last day, uh, you know, for him, and he came. He was really nice. He came and uh, say hello to us, and and went into the uh, because you know the lockers were assigned to the uh, pros and. He kind of like wanted to know where the locker was. So, you know, I directed him and he went into the locker to grab all his belongings. You know, the things that yeah, uh, they get from yeah, uh, the, the open, I guess, companies. The, hand, the handouts, yeah. Yeah. And so um, that's when he uh, he gave us the, the tip. And then um, uh, we kind of like help him out, uh, beg, beg up, uh, you know, all their belongings, his belongings. And um, that's the only thing, I mean, the only time, you know, um, we saw him. That's nice. So when yeah. you come in in the morning, sometimes you come in the morning very early. Now you're in the upper locker room, but lo both locker rooms have a lounge area. Did you ever have to wake anybody up? Oh, yes. <laughs> or not wake anybody up. <laughs> sometimes, you know, if there is a uh, like a big event, like the Neves or uh, 
you know, the two day or one of those big tournaments. Uh, yeah, sometimes you have to wake them up. Even you know, even on a on a on a regular day, sometimes you just prefer to to stay, and it's good because you know that way they don't have to drive. Yep. <laughs> sometimes they shouldn't drive so yes it's true true especially if they're having a good time did you ever meet any celebrities like in the old days babe ruth or mickey mantle the baseball players would oh yes you know that's one of the uh, really nice nice things to you know to uh, be working at winfield is that you kind of like get to know a lot of uh you know celebrities and um um you know, important people. Um, there Justin Timberlake came to play golf. Justin Timberlake, and then another another man that I forgot his name last year. He came with, uh, I think, uh, Dennis McAuliffe brought him. Oh, Vinnie Jones. Um, yeah. Dennis, very, the, the stars yeah. follow Dennis around. Yeah, Dennis was a star <laughs> in that group. You don't have to tell us about who he brought. <laughs> so, Jesus, this is a familiar background to you. I'm sure that you come out of that uh, upper locker room down the little stairs, say hello to Jose out the door and to the right. And what do you get to look at? You you get to look at the most beautiful 280 acres in America, right? Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Every time I'm uh, at Winfoot, uh, uh, everywhere you look, it's just so great. It's a beautiful place all over. It's like Very the Emerald nice. City for Dorothy yeah. walking out of her house, and that's what she sees. Yes. It reminds me, do you play golf? What's your best round of golf at Wingfoot? <laughs> Have you broken no. it? I, I play golf probably maybe twice a year. <laughs> I'm just terrible. I mean, I can, I can hit one good shot, and the next one is like, you know, maybe two yards. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like everybody. <laughs> Were you ever were you ever upstairs and some one of your upstairs locker uh, members came in and said they had a hole in one? Did anybody ever come in and said they had a hole in one? Oh yes, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of um, you know members uh, that come in and when they have a hole in one, they kind of like poof. It's, uh, it's it's the best uh, feeling you know for everybody, I guess. A lot of until they get the bill. The best one it was the best one was uh, uh, Mr. Mitchell, you know, uh, Mitchell. Uh, Mark, Mark Mitchell. Oh, Mark, Mark Mitchell, who had a hole in one on three East. I think it was uh, I think it was last year or the year before, and so he hit the, the the shot and and the ball goes to the rock on the on the on the on the on the right side, and from there it goes right into the hole. Wow! And so, G and so Jimmy, his brother, was like. Um, well, my 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 mother was saying that um, it was not uh, him. It was uh, it was uh, you know uh, Mr. Mitchell Senior who helped him out. He you know he's uh, he passed, so he says, just um, hit that ball and I'll I'll take, I'll care, take of care of the rest. I'll take <laughs> care of the rest. Balboa Offshore Eagle. That's a lot of money. Yeah, great story. Now we're going to talk to Jimmy Mitchell because he had a hole in one on a different hole, but we'll have to bring that one up. You yeah. want to share a story with us, and we'll wrap up with that story. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, during the Open, the 2020, um, you know, everybody's in in face covering and uh, and um, you know the pandemic stuff, and and so the Wednesday of the you know the uh, uh, Open week. Um, you know, all the pros were like checking in, you know, uh, and coming to the to the locker room. So we were kind of like directing them to their lockers that were assigned to them. 
And so, you know, they they came into the locker like one by one or two by two, you know, with staff. We were helping them out with, you know, if they had like one or two bags because nobody else was allowed into the locker but the pros. So, um, so uh, you know, it was like midday and this gentleman come, comes into the, <laughs> into the locker and I'm like right in the middle where the desk is and I'm looking at him. He has a hat and, and, and face covering. And I'm, I'm like, oh, hi, sir. Um, welcome to Winfoot. What is your last name? He looked at me and he's like, Woods. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, here, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm just going to show you your locker. So I show him the locker and he, um, he just kind of like opened up the locker and looked, you know, what was inside and closed the locker. And I just saw him one more time. And uh, that was it. We never saw him again. Oh, it was, so it was like, almost oh like he God. came in disguise. <laughs> I'm sorry? He came in in a disguise. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he kind of like looked at me like he uh, was surprised that I didn't recognize him. Um, <laughs> and I, I seriously, I didn't. I, you know, it was kind of like uh, far away for me. And uh, I'm just looking at him. All, all I saw was his face cover and, uh, and a hat. And I, sure. okay, how are you? <laughs> Well, but that was the the uh, my uh, kind of like uh, uh, embarrassing story about uh, Winfoot uh, uh, the twenty twenty. Well, you could have always said to him, "Don't you know I'm Jesus Lopez? Yeah, don't you recognize <laughs> me? I'm in my fourth decade here at Wingfoot. I'm famous. <laughs> I know they treat everybody so well at Wingfoot. What's the common denominator there? Is it the members treat you so well? The staff works together well in the management." Is it all work for you guys? Is that why there's such longevity for employees at Wingfoot? We, as uh, as a fellow employees, we kind of like get along well, everybody kind of like, you know, uh, very well. But also the membership. Membership is just the best. I mean, everybody, we have so many nice people at Wingfoot that um, it's unbelievable. I mean, every day you come over, you see, you know, um, uh, everybody coming like you know uh, uh, very happy they teach you they come over and uh, it, it, that's you know what makes you feel really you know well there a lot of good people at Winford. well you guys treat us great we have nothing to complain about over there so oh, thank you thank you our pleasure you should we, find, we do find things to complain about because people do that but <laughs> really if they come in and they've walked out in this beautiful emerald city that we're looking at and they're not happy you should get them a cab and send them home come back when you're happy because this is yeah. a happy place you shouldn't yeah shouldn't. saxon woods is right down the street there is no reason to be uh you know unhappy there right it's just so a special place hey this has been outstanding jesus we really appreciate your time, your service, and how you treat all of us, because it's a, an invisible line between everybody at Wingfoot that looks out at these 280 acres and so happy to be able to walk them and see them and play golf there. And then get taken care of by people like you afterwards and beforehand. It's, you know, it's a privilege and a treat. Thank you. Thank you uh, so much. Uh, uh, we are very, very lucky to be there too. So many good people and um, uh, we just try to do the best. The best one, it was the best one was uh, uh, Mr. Mitchell, Mark Mitchell, oh, Mark. Mark Mitchell, who had a hole in one on three East. So he hit the, the, the shot and 
and the ball goes to the rack on the on the on the on the on the right side, and from there it goes right into the hole. Wow! And so, G- and so Jimmy, his brother, was like, it was not uh, him. It was uh, it was uh, you know uh, Mr. Mitchell Senior who helped him out. He you know he's uh, he passed, so he says, just um, hit that ball, and I'll I'll take I'll care take of care the of rest. Thanks for joining Billy us Casper. today, Billy Horn. We really appreciate your Double feedback. Indemnity. And please Marky. subscribe to Two the show Ritter. and hit Claude the bell Harmon. icon so you get notified Movie classics. of new episodes. Mark Gable. Hit them hard job. and hit them off. That's 36 holes.